News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, here with you for the next 30 minutes or so. Great, great group of questions. And our folks here in the studio, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Good to have you here, Chuck. Good to be here. Also, Brad Lawler, who is owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They hire veterans. They do a great job. You can reach them directly at 357-0813. Good to have you here. Good morning, everyone. Yep, good morning. My son, Greg, you can reach him on Instagram, at We Sell Louisville. Good seeing you there, brother. Good morning, everybody. And uh, you can reach me anytime, 376-5483, Bob Sekolar. All right, coming up a little later in the show. If I can find the paperwork, I brought it with me, so I know it's here. It's all about cleaning tips for your grill. See, I knew, oh, I knew okay. Chuck would love this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I'd love it. All right. But first, let's go uh, with the very top information, mortgage title insurance. Excellent. Yep. I knew you'd like this. Not so happy about what happened to one of our clients, but it was years ago. And we suggest you get it to protect against a variety of things. Chuck, what is it used for? What is it used for? Title insurance fills in the gaps. Uh, When we run a title, we go back, make sure that the title is free and clear of all liens and encumbrances. Before we close, it will be... uh, certified in that fashion. Uh, The thing is that while I can guarantee that the public record is as pure as the driven snow, I can never guarantee that the public record is at all accurate. Mm. So title insurance picks that up. For instance, uh, somebody forges a deed, somebody uses, uh, you know, uh, my favorite, uh, brings their soon-to-be or uh, brings their girlfriend to impersonate their soon-to-be ex-wife. I had that happen a couple Mm. of times. Uh, Nice. Nice move. Fraud happens. Super Uh, fraud. Yeah, fraud happens. But that's actually just the tip of the iceberg because there's all kinds of errors that happen in the county clerk's office. It's run by humans. Things get missed. Things get misrecorded. I had a deed just the other day that was just stuck in the wrong spot. They misspelled the guy's name when they recorded it. Wow. Title insurance guarantees that if ever anybody comes back and says, hey, you don't own your property, you have a lien, anything like that, that you are protected. They defend the issue. They pay it off and make it go away if it's a real issue. All right. Uh, it's a good thing. Chuck, uh, do I did need you, to keep going on? Chuck, did you just inf- infer that you're a robot? Did I just Because it sounded like you said it's run by humans. It's uh, not. It's so, run by humans. It's run by humans. <laughs> All right. So what happens when there are bigger problems? I was sitting at a closing table. We had just sold Melba's home, and she begins to tell us a story from years ago, other state. First, she and her husband had sold their home, and they found out uh, that the closing attorney who had handled the closing when they bought the home years before did not file proper paperwork. Listen to this nightmare. Okay, we had owner's title insurance that a lawyer had um, filled out for us. And uh, we got ready to sell the house, and the movers were there packing up. And uh, the lawyer called and told us we did not own the house anymore. And we said, why? And they said that the lawyer that had um, purchased the insurance embezzled it and did not buy title insurance and therefore we did not have any title insurance so it goes a little deeper i cut out some of it part of it was the fact that the people who they bought the house from originally they thought were possibly married but they didn't sign signatures they had to go through but the problem was the attorney absconded with the money and never filed how do we protect ourselves that actually happens uh and it has happened here in louisville and i i will take a little step back uh it's generally uh in my experience with louisville uh problems not an attorney 
title companies run by non-attorneys. Uh, mm. oh. It's happened two that I know of that uh, I could name. Uh, one in particular was particularly heinous. Um, he acted like he was able to sell title insurance and was, in fact, not. And he put it all over the paperwork. Uh, so all the paper looked. So like how do we, again, I get back okay. to how do we protect us, I mean, our clients, uh, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, A, deal with a reputable outfit, uh, somebody that you know, somebody that has references. Secondly, uh, title insurance these days, uh, you have to be able to provide what they call a CPL or a closing protection letter. Mm -hmm. This is not something that I will generally market title insurance with uh, when I tell my stories of things that could go wrong. But uh, to be able to do a closing before PNC, before Chase, Bank of America, before any of these guys will send me a closing, they require a closing protection letter sent to them by the folks through whom we write title insurance. Mm -hmm. That letter guarantees that if I pick up the money and run off with it, that they'll make it whole. All right. So these days, is there some sort of certificate that yeah, you hand a, the buyer? Uh, that you hand the buyer? Yeah. Um, well, shouldn't that be something that we should be looking for? Well, you know, it is something that uh, you should look for. It, Jim Bob's House of Loans. You probably don't want to go there. Yeah. Is there a certificate you hand the buyer? No. Uh, right. the, you can give them a commitment. But the, the whole fact of the matter is, before you can actually do the closing, if there's a lender involved, you get a CPL. Um, if there is no lender involved, you can still request a CPL. So the answer to your question is, yes, it's possible. Uh, but uh, at a closing, generally, it's already been done. Okay. Uh, and you can always ask to see that. I have had people ask to see my bona fides, and I have no problem showing them. <laughs> yeah, I oh, know where that's uh, going to go. We'll stop go, there. We're just not going it's there. It's a Sunday right? morning, Yeah, it Bob. is Sunday morning. Okay. <laughs> Let's just keep going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so we get it. We well, get and, it. Yeah. and there's also other lists. Um, what I'm saying is, in years past, that could be an issue, uh, and it has been in yeah. Louisville. Uh, now, maybe not so much. They even have lists uh, where, uh, when I do the closing, there was an osteopath down in uh, Florida who shares my first and last name, and uh, there are lists of people who have done things in real estate, uh, mm. the blacklist, the mm. uh, exclusionary list is what it's called. So I will frequently have to prove who I am and you know my qualifications yeah. and my Well, this is not directed at you. This is, yeah, I know. This is just, but what I'm saying yeah. is there are people out there looking for that thing, so yeah. it's not as big an issue now, though fraud will always happen. Uh -huh. And if you deal with people that you don't know, well, ask for a little bit of uh, background. Uh, hey, my buddy sells title insurance. Yeah. He yeah, sells it at a discount. He's yeah. new. Well, but he, uh, you, you know, know, and I'll tell you, I get that occasionally. Uh, just this last uh, couple, three weeks, I've had maybe four or five people. Oh, I, I went and pulled the title on my house. It's like, eh, no, you didn't. I said, well, I, I got on the computer and I looked it all up. And, and it's like, yeah, that's great. There's a lot more to it. Uh, so, uh, you just don't deal with anybody, do you know, uh, yeah. outfits that have been around people that, you know, people track that record, you deal with, which is why we recommend yeah. certain people over other things. Well, it's the same thing with any business. You're going to go to a guy that, uh, you know, says, yeah, I'm a car mechanic. I've got a, a yeah. wrench or whatever yeah. you use That's it. a car mechanic. Yeah. Right. All right, let's keep going. Uh, if you want to read about the reviews that we have, cause that's one of the things that we're proud of. Go to LouisvilleZillow.com. And read about them. That's LouisvilleZillow.com. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, this is George. Yes. I'm shopping for a new house. Yeah. Bob, what is the difference between a brick and a brick veneer house? 
interchangeable by some, but Brad, you're here to tell us the difference. Yeah, the difference is is that brick is load-bearing. Uh, brick veneer is not. So brick veneer, think about it as just hanging on a wall, hanging off a wall. Brick is is stacked on top of it. So <laughs> it, it, what I would say is mm-hmm. basically the that brick is actually supporting the roof. Yes. And brick veneer is actually up against the side of a house yes. where the frame of the house is... Now, here's right. the interesting thing. There are a lot of buyers who don't understand this, and they want to find a brick house. And they, they go, oh, no, I don't want something that says brick veneer. I want a brick house, which, tell me if I'm telling a lie here, is not as well insulated. It's old school. You don't have any uh, typically any tie wrap around to protect right. from water penetration. Am I right about yeah, all this? You're right. Yeah, yeah that's that's correct. Brick would be an older construction type of design. Uh, we'd see brick foundations mm-hmm. uh, in in the area, but brick veneer is really what most of the construction is going to be. I am going to suggest, and Chuck, I want you to champion this cause if you don't mind. No, he's looking at me. <laughs> yeah. I think the board, our commission, our whoever's in charge, needs to reevaluate the term v- brick veneer because mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. it implies is like a quarter-inch piece of brick yeah, being no. put uh, slapped up against the side of a home. But these it would eat, brick yeah. is full brick. Yes, full brick, yeah. exactly. Yes. And I think it's misleading, and I think it's wrong. And anything mm-hmm. that is misleading to a consumer needs to be addressed and changed. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll get off my soapbox. That's, there you go. Chuck, you taking that up for me? Yeah, I'll, I'll think about that. He'll think about <laughs> and, and you know, not to confuse it, but then you also have the same you know, issue with stone. Stone you've got stone yeah. veneer, and then you've yeah. got full stone. And a, uh, one of my clients just sent me an issue that the fake stone mm-hmm. veneer is causing severe problems. Severe, yes. Much what, what stucco used to yes. do, what is now... Question, it, though, for you, do you see on new construction, yes. or is it more just a remodel where you're seeing more no. brick veneer? You're seeing uh, this in new construction? Oh, yeah, sure. No, oh, no, no. no yeah. Are you saying brick veneer or stone veneer? Either, either yeah, or. No. Veneers in any fashion, yeah. either stone or brick but as far as... two separate problems yeah. we're talking, two right. separate things. Stone, sure. stone veneer is very, very common in new construction, okay. and it is extremely common for it to be installed incorrectly. Right. Okay. The problem is, is that builders, uh, the contractors they're using, have a particular look that they like, mm-hmm. um, but the way that they terminate you know, at soft grade, it just allows it to wick water right up behind it, and then you've got a moisture problem. So lots of yep. issues. We will be talking more about this installed. down the road. I just read a whole article on yeah. this, and it's a severe problem. Mm-hmm. And so we'll, we'll talk again. All right, back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Lisa. Yeah. Um, I had a question about selling my multifamily home. Um, I have two tenants in place. They are no longer on a lease, and um, one of them is refusing to move out. What do I do? You call Chuck Crosby. Well, there you do. go. What should she do? Well, they are, in fact, still on a lease. Uh, a lease can be oral or it can be written. Uh, when the lease ran out, she allowed them to stay. Uh-huh. So now they're on a month-to-month. Uh, a month to month, you cancel that with a 30-day notice. So if I were it to give it has you, to be a 30-day notice, yeah. and it has to be in writing. It has to be in writing. I always suggest you send it cert mail and keep copies. Certified mail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You say cert. We, we cert go, mail. What is yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. that? Okay. 
Uh, it's the kind that freshens your breath. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Robot. It's robot speed. It Cert to, mail. It needs to be signed. Is what for? Well, no, no, no. Oh, no. You don't have to sign for it. Uh, you okay. just have generally uh, the Landlord Tenant Act, and, and I'm presuming that we're talking about Jefferson County. Uh, you just have to get it there. You have to provide proof notice. that it's there. Uh, proof that you sent. Proof is always good, no matter what. Yeah. Sure. You okay. have to get them notice. Proof that you sent them notice is even better. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, you have to give them the 30 days. 30 days from now uh, would put us at the end of the month. So if it was uh, given to them, delivered today, uh, then you could maybe start evictions uh, a month from today. From Thing is, if you send it out tomorrow or a couple days after that and they get it, uh, say, uh, August 3rd, well, then you go to September 3rd, but that's already into a month. So it goes to the next month. You can't uh, do anything till October. So you got to wait month to month. Is what right, 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 right. So that, right. that's what you do. Back, hopefully that helps you, Lisa. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Lula Real Estate Show News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Destiny. Yeah. Um, we are thinking about buying a foreclosure. What problems should we look out for? Oh, boy. So let's start on... Let's All start, of them. Let's start with Brad, and then we'll switch over to Chuck. So, Brad, some of the problems that you will find in a foreclosure. Uh, problems in a foreclosure, uh, particularly a house that's been vacant for a while. Uh, the main drain line is probably going to be clogged uh, with hair roots. Uh, so first thing I would do is make sure that you have a company that can come out and clear that main drain line. Uh, an inspector will only be able to run so much water through there, but they will not be able to run solids during the inspection. So that's the biggest issue. Uh, after that, uh, problems with houses that had not been winterized correctly, uh, water shut off, uh, so you have broken water lines and walls. That's pretty common. Uh, a lot of houses that HVAC units, not all the components are there anymore, uh, and you run into issues with uh, mold-like substances mm -hmm. that might appear in the homes, mm -hmm. uh, and then just really lack of maintenance, particularly roof problems with water coming in through gutters and down into walls. So have we schedule off yet, Destiny, about buying yeah. a foreclosure? So from that's that's just the yeah. mechanicals and the right. structure. Mm -hmm. From a legal standpoint, Chuck, what are we looking we're at? We're talking about foreclosure sales. Yeah. Uh, as Purchasing a, a foreclosure. I think when, so we, when an REO yeah. company already yeah. has it. Right. When an REO company already has it, um, my uh, experience has been that what they do, uh, when you do a foreclosure, you have to run the title, bring in everybody that's involved. What they do is they generally run the title from the point at which their person got it going forward. Uh, when the REO company gets it, that's all they look at. That's not a, that's a, that's what we call a one owner search. That's not sufficient. So the the problem they'll usually say is, hey, we'll pick up all your costs if you use our title guys. Mm. Get your own title guys. They will re they will rerun the problem, find out if there was anything that the guy missed who did the foreclosure. Because if there was a lien ahead of that foreclosure that wasn't brought into the foreclosure, it's going to be your problem. So, and that if it's not a foreclosed home with a bank already, and it's one that is in the process. Of being, going into foreclosure. Yeah, if it's, if it's already in foreclosure but it hasn't gone to the commissioner's right. cell uh -huh. yet, that's a whole different ball of wax. Yeah, yeah. Then you go and you bid on it, and then you have certain time frames that you have to run title work on and, and or uh, accept or uh, but, try and set it aside. But that's a different ball of wax. And you're here to say do not skip that getting the title work yeah, done by don't. your attorney. Um, yeah. You know, they like, everybody always says, oh, well, they're going to pay for the title work. Yeah, they, because they're the seller. What yeah. incentive do they have to go back and do a really right. thorough Get job? a third-party independent. Yeah, get a third-party yeah. independent always. It's not in the best interest of the buyer to do that. Yeah. Okay. And then there's landscaping. Yeah, yeah there is. So <laughs> there's that too. We had a problem that's occurring more and more uh, often. And part of the problem is if maybe there's a, a misconception by buyer agents that 
sending over an inspection report and just handing it over with asking that these items to be repaired is sufficient. It's not. It's not. I find a lot of realtors will use, uh, you know, you all, you know, like I say, cert mail. What's that mean? Certified mail. Uh, they'll use shortcuts in language like final and best. What's that mean? Yeah. Uh, I can't put that in front of a judge and say, you know, it means. Well, we're told yeah. best final, best final, and there's another word in there, and I'll think yeah, about it. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they'll just use those three words, final and best. Oh, oh not to say not that the full this is sentence that is this best. is yada, 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 yada. Well, they'll well, use shorthand, and, and yeah. that sounds to me like that's what somebody's trying to do here. is shorthand. So Brad and I talked about this a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago. So yeah. what's happening is they're taking an inspection report. Right. They're basically taking the items that they want repaired putting the address and the information at the top and then having the, the buyer sign it saying we want these things repaired, just handing that or sending it to the, the seller's agent, right? That's what I'm understanding. Of course, yeah. as the inspector, all we're doing is providing information that then the agents will determine what they want to include in that, in that repair request. And what we were checking with attorneys, and Chuck, you may know this, and what we found is that to make it a legal repair request and agents take note, you need to have a separate document mm-hmm. that says, and it could, there's a board form that you can use. You can make up your own, but notification of requests for repairs, corrections, or replacements, and then specifically list the items mm-hmm. that is directly linked to a repair or inspection report right. that Brad or any other. And that's home that's what I'm company. talking about with the shorthand. Yeah. You can't just say, uh, you know, just throw something at somebody. You have to say, I want Don't you to Don't call it do- shorthand. It's laziness is okay. what okay. it is. Okay. It's pure, yeah. simple laziness. And then if a listing agent will accept that and not send it well, right back yeah, and yeah, say, yeah. absolutely not. That. But yeah. wait, we're going one step further. There are still people who handwrite repair requests. I mean, they do. Yeah. Well, handwritten repair requests is one thing. Handwritten. New, new, new. Well, that's. No, well, no. You, <laughs> you can still get it across. A handwritten inspection report is. No, no, a problem. That's, some do. I get that. But <laughs> what's worse is handwritten repair requests because what's happening at that point, you may misinterpret what's being written and you're setting everyone up to fail. I see that. All, I see that all the time. People will come in with a piece of paper, it'll have some figures on some it and a signature. Yep. And it's like. Hmm? Okay, so what? So yep. you did a math problem. Well, this means they owe that money to me. No, it doesn't. It we means gotta they stop signed it. the bottom we, of a math problem. We've got to stop it. So I know I've asked Brad to go back to your home mm-hmm. team folks to try to do more individual numbering. Are we getting anywhere on that? No, I, and that's what that's what we're going to talk about because yeah. the information that home team provides, and I'm sure many other home inspectors, same thing. Yeah. They're providing the information to the agents, and the agents can determine how they want to use that information. Yeah. If, they, so, if they go any further than that, yeah, then it's gonna I, make I it imagine easier. their lawyers will start screaming bloody murder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, but I, I think that there's, there's a way for the home inspectors to help the agents simplify the process, and you know, but the right. agents will stay yeah. within the boundaries of the we're going to talk about that in a couple of shows all right we'll we'll follow that up all right we're going to take a break when we come back 13 reasons chuck you're going to love this 13 reasons are you good cook that's why 13 reasons you really need to do a better job cleaning your grill in the studio yes the aforementioned chuck crosby who not only does great closings but is a jock of all trades especially when it comes to of all trades especially when it comes to cooking (laughs) 499-6360 is his number also brad lawler owner of home team inspection service you can reach them Three five seven zero eight one three. They hire vets. They do a great job. Yep. My son Greg. Hey now. You can it does all of our marketing, and of course you can reach me anytime. You can see our Zillow reviews at LouisvilleZillow.com. You can reach me at three seven six five four eight three. Back in a moment on News Radio eight forty WHAS.
Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, the area's largest home inspection company. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, inspect thousands of homes in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. And team makes all the difference. Extra sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough inspection and better value for you. Multiple teams mean we are able to inspect your home when you need it. Radon testing, home inspection, termite reports, one call does it all. Get the team. Get home team. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house-hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Here's a message from Shark Tank's Barbara Corcoran. You may have seen Wall Street hedge fund companies advertise that they'll pay you instant cash for your home. Well, I hope you're not considering leaving the sale of your home up to a website. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. Selling your home is easy if you hire the right agent who can give you options. In Louisville, Bob Sokola can bring you an immediate cash offer. He has a track record of getting sellers more money than the average agent. Find out what your home is really worth. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get your home sold. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran, Shark Tank fame. And you can call me anytime about our guaranteed sale program or instant offer. We come out, we arrive at the price, you can cancel at any time. You are never any extra fees with our guaranteed sale or instant offer program. You can reach me at 376-5483. Here in the studio, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. And Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. They hire vets. Number one home team inspection service in the country still. Still holding on to that position. You got it. we got to keep yep. you going. And then my son, Greg, who does a great job marketing and uh, and does a great job with photography. So if you want to see what some of the stuff he does, go to louisville3d.com. That's louisville3d.com. All right. Here are 13 reasons you really need to do a better job cleaning your grill, Chuck. Nah. How often do you grill? Every, uh, about two, three days. Yeah, a week. a week. Yeah, same thing here. You yeah. all everybody. Okay, mm-hmm. I think everybody does. Mm-hmm. Okay, so some things, reasons you need to worry about bacteria, soot, mold. All these things can be on and in your grill. So you want to eliminate built-up carcinogens, even if you dutifully, dutifully scrape your grill, dutifully, dutifully, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dutifully scrape your grill. Beautifully said. It's early. Uh, scrape <laughs> your grill. Dutifully, beautifully. After each use, over time, carcinogens can build up on the grates and be transferred to your food during the cooking process. I thought they called that flavor. That's what I was ah, going to say. Really? 
But each, each layer but of these, flavor. But these cause health risks, yeah. guys. <laughs> Ladies, one of the most effective ways to rid your grilled meats. just grabbed of, his heart. No, wait, listen, listen. One of the ways to, to rid the grilled meats of carcinogens is to clean the grill, so be sure to scrub thoroughly after use. Be careful what you're using to scrub it with. We'll talk about that in a second. Clean the grill. Clean grills have more longevity. You can extend the length of your the life of your grill by cleaning it properly. Prevent bacteria from contaminating your food. You wouldn't cook food on a pan that you hadn't washed, right? Well, maybe I would. <laughs> My wife Sandy. If you get it hot a, enough, a, you will. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. kills about cast iron right. skillet. You gotta, you know. Anyway, you, you so, so why would you pants. make a meal on a grill that you hadn't cleaned? So dirty grill attracts germs, bacteria, not to mention flies. So that yeah. could get you sick. Your meat will taste better. There's nothing better than a freshly grilled burger by Chuck Crosby mm. on a clean grill. But uh, if there are other contaminants, like last night's teriyaki pork chop marinade on it, Chuck. Flavor. Why would I do that to a pork chop? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cleaning your grill will make your food taste better. Eliminate the chance of meals coming up with funky tastes or smells. And as I mentioned earlier, you could be attracting pests it's a dark private space when that top is down, so the, who knows what's going up in there. Your grill will heat up faster. I think that's a really good idea if you clean it. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, it's yeah. caked on food particles, sauces stuck on debris, then it's going to make I'm just having a hard slower. time believing that anybody leaves caked on food particles and stuff on their grill. Why would you do that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, every time. Uh, every, every time. I do it. I do it. Until I, next time. I think it's flavor. My wife says, Sandy says, oh, it's dirty. It's terrible. you got to well, clean it. Excess grease can cause flare-ups. This is this is I've seen this. Excess grease. You so you're cooking, and all of a sudden the drip grease from yeah. another pr- cooking session. So it's that's like that's like the uh, one of those fast food chain commercials where the flame hits the burger, and it looks even more enticing when you see that. You're like, oh, we're cooking with gas now. He got us going. Yeah. No, that's not. That's a bad that's thing. A good, that's a yeah, bad thing. Kinda. Also, cleaning it prevents <laughs> rust. Rust is not just unsightly on a grill, but it could also be unsafe. Yeah, we'll, yeah, for yeah, you we, and your rust, family. We'll right. draw the line yeah, there. We all can true. agree it's with no rust. It's an important source of iron. So what yeah. about? Okay. Is it really <laughs> <laughs> this from the nacho? Not radiator. Not radiator. Right, yeah. Uh, it prevents scale from getting on your food. I didn't know that you could get scale from on food, but it says mm-hmm. I usually step on it to see what my weight is. Cleaning out your padumpa, cleaning out your grill <laughs> I was also concerned means, as to what he was talking about. means paying attention to all parts of the grill, not just the interior. Something called scale, a buildup of carbon and soot on the hood and sides can leak into the inside yeah, and get on your food. Down. Not exactly <laughs> appetizing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like a stalactite? Or stalagmite. Like, it would be like creosote. Yeah, up on top, like in a fireplace. Yeah. yeah. Routine cleaning can help you spot grill damage. That's true as well. When you clean your grill, it's not only a chance to eliminate bacteria and germs, but it's also a good opportunity to examine the entire appliance and ensure that everything is in working order. Having a grill cleaning routine would make you more attuned to things like a cracked gas line or a flaking grill plate. So we've got, I don't know if you guys, on the top of the grill, the the grates, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you clean those grates? There are the things you can buy in the store with their brushes and all that, but I read an article where one of those pieces of um, the brush, yeah, the, the, br- bristle, the metal bristle, broke yeah. off, got into somebody's meat they were picking, got stuck in their throat, they had to go yeah. to surgery. So what do you Oof. use? Do you use aluminum foil? Is that what everybody's... Well, no, I, I definitely use one of those metal brushes I, that would yeah. get. You got to be careful. I, I use an yeah. industrial grade um, uh, <laughs> welder's uh, uh, brush. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's Does, a, 
I think it depends on what if you're using like a stainless steel versus cast iron grill well, top too. Because yeah, stainless steel, it's I not staying. Cast anywhere. iron top or okay. the cast iron grill, and uh, prior yeah. to using it, I will brush it down. Uh, I pull it out. I've got one of those infrared affairs. Yeah. Uh, pull it out, mm. uh, knock everything out, do the top, do the bottom, put it back in, and then you take and rub it down with peanut oil. Do you? Is it only peanut oil that you put uh, on? It's, or what, it's got a high smoking point, and I like I like peanut oil. oil. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so what? I so, usually have a lot of it. It's on. the conditioning for any cast yeah. iron. That's what you do. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. There are some people out there going, "What peanut oil? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. kind of an well, yeah, just yeah. yeah it's, it's, ca- it's 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 got a proper super high cast iron maintenance. Point. Yeah. yeah. All right, so wrapping up here, prevent mold growth. Mold thrives in moist environments and in places where food is nearby. So yeah. you want to make sure it's clean for that On the reason. inside of a green egg, if you keep it outside, you yeah. know, you're going to get that. So you, you you do what you're supposed to, which is heat the thing up and let it you know do self-cleaning. Like yeah. it's self-cleaning up. Let it, mm-hmm. let it cook itself. Right. Yeah. And then reduce the chances of cross-contamination by making sure you clean it. So those are... <laughs> I think there's one more tip, and that well, is what, to eat at Chuck's house to make yeah, sure there you you're going to And if you live in a house with vinyl on it, make sure the grill is pushed is away, yeah, away from the yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh, and you need those grill marks on your food, and that you'll get it clean. You'll get better grill Just marks. not on your house. We're out of time. Our thanks to Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. Thanks, sir. Don't cook next to your vinyl siding because right. that will create problems. Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Does great closings and a great cook. The best burger in the Son business. Son Greg does a great job marketing. Stalactites are from the top. Yeah, Stalagmites you. are from the bottom. Louisville3D.com for Greg and Sierra Zillow reviews at LouisvilleZillow.com. I'm Bob Sekuller. See you next Sunday. Oh, and you can reach me at 376-5483. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS. Let's go cooking.